Parent Time, we serve up Avocado Smash as we chat to Jojo, Susu and Chacha from Avocado Smash on Benny Asking People Questions. The children's scene or the children's entertainment scene is heavy with the influx of new choice and new stars. And through this growth, we as a country have been introduced um, to many new talent over the recent years. However, for me, few carry as much promise as my next guests. With a new album imminently on the way and fresh off the back of an overwhelmingly successful Fringe Festival show, Avocado Smash bring a collective of years of musical education and knowledge. However, what they do bring is a celebration of each of their own language to their music, ensuring that those children who may often have to search far to see their home lives heard on stage can now feel represented and accounted for while simply enjoying a tune. Jojo, Susu and Chacha, thank you for joining, of course, from Avocado Smash. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having us. Lovely to be here. <laughs> um, right, so before we go any further, I do need to talk to you about the name um, why and where and how? Because I'm not sure if you're aware, but if you Google Avocado Smash, there is there is an enormous amount of hipster photos <laughs> of their breakfasts. Um, yeah, so I'm just I'm just letting you know. It's really hard to. Yeah, mm. I think it's one of the greatest names I've ever heard, but it's also really hard to find you <laughs> above the Malay of Yuppie's breakfasts. Yeah, I mean it was intentional. Maybe not to hide our internet presence. That's never a good strategy. Hmm. Um, but we definitely wanted a name that reflected who we are and our generation. Um, and a little bit, it's a bit tongue in cheek as millennials as well. Um, we're the avocado smash generation. We also wanted something. Is that, that a thing you've just made up, or is that a thing? A thing that me as a forty-plus-year-old has no idea. Yeah, that's a thing. So I've missed the avocado smash thing. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Of course I have. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we're the generation that spends more money on Avocado Smash than on real estate. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. So we're course. like, why don't we create something that's beautiful and hardworking and name it the very thing that's being weaponized against us? But also it's playful. Um, it's on a Mattapeak. And we didn't want to um, alienate any vegan audiences by putting yes. ourselves eggs, eggs on, on toast, toast, which was yes. our original. Wow. And was that, that was a collective decision to not do that? Like, did you have to think through that or was it a pretty easy thing? We really thing? had to think about the name. Yeah. yeah we we took a, a while. Yeah, definitely. It wasn't a, an easy feat, actually. Yeah. Um, was it quick to choose not to do eggs on toast, though? <laughs> I still love eggs on toast. Yeah. So um, if anyone wants us to change our name to eggs on toast. Yeah. For the money, we'll do anything. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Welcome, bacon. <laughs> Welcome, bacon, to the stage. <laughs> Oh my gosh, um, Benny Bacon. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Benny Bacon. Um, so how did it all begin? Because my loose understanding is you're all conservatorium people, um, which makes you highly intimidating immediately. Oh, no, no then. <laughs> Just Sue. Sue is yeah. a conservatorium person and we went to high school together. Well, this was at the conservatorium high school, mm-hmm. but I went on to do uni Keep there going as well. There. Yeah. Sue is a classical pianist and repetiteur. I conduct choirs. A repetiteur is a person, and that's the person that, that plays along for the people that are 
practicing, is that yeah, correct? Yes, so basically um, I'm trying to get in, break into the world of opera. So the repetitor is responsible for playing at rehearsals um, before the orchestra comes in, because obviously that's right. very difficult to coordinate. Very expensive. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the job. That's and that's the... a beautiful gift. I'm making noodles. Oodles of noodles with lots of veggies to eat. Oh, what a healthy treat. I'll add some flavor. And I won't regret it later. A little bit of spice. Yes, I think that's just right. So, Jojo, where did it... I'm guessing, I'm just having a punt here that you're the, 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 the person who created Avocado Smash. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Sue and I came up with it, the concept together um, and it's, it's been something that I've just fallen in love with really quickly and sort of quickly realised we had something quite special. Is it is it recent or have you been yeah. sitting on this for many years? No, it's no, recent, not isn't long, it? Yeah. A year and a half? I think, yeah. Yeah. A year and a half since its conception. Yeah. And then, I Beautiful guess. conception. Yeah. And then we um, approached Fatima to come join us yeah. only six months ago. Mm. Yeah. And never looked back since having the three of us. Yeah. Cha Cha brings the most incredible such a energy to stage. Yeah. She's the most amazing dancer you'll ever see. Yes, different guy. Singer, <laughs> multi-talented. Um, yeah, Cha Cha yeah. lights up the stage. She's incredible. I think she's definitely added to our energy in a really big way. Huge. So, so from the beginning, why was it important, um, particularly if you've got this musical training, why children? Why why is it important to entertain children? Um, I think for me personally, and I think for I can speak on behalf of all three of us as well, um, but speaking from my experience growing up, classical music. Um, sort of I felt it didn't have to be like this but I definitely did feel like there was a bit it was sort of boxed up Mm. and I wasn't allowed the space that I probably craved at that time to play and I think music should be used more as a tool for play rather than rather than you know what or alongside Mm. um, discipline as well in the music discipline like there's so much of that but and not enough of the play is sort of celebrated in my experience. Yeah, well, I was going to say, coming from such a, from classical that is um, so formulaic and so, um, it's it's so strict in its construct. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it quite, for all of you, is it quite liberating to then mm. sing about chilies and, because mm. um, there is a lot of fun in your music, I think, as well, even the sad song. I think it's called the sad song. Yeah, the feeling, the feeling song. The feeling song. Sorry. Yeah, yeah no, right. um, it gets sad. It does, yeah. but 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 there's still there's still something quite playful in in that. Like particularly watching that small video on YouTube, it is it's delivered with fun. I don't know if that's correct or if yeah. that's a fair observation. Yeah, I would say so. Mm. I know when I was little, just me. I really, um, I think I. I kept a lot of stuff to myself, I guess. Um, but this song is, it's okay to be sad. It's okay to be what, grumpy. And I think it's, it's good to, for kids to know it's fine to express. Yeah, there's a, big, there's a big shift in a lot of content for kids that is, is moving towards that idea of being able to sort of acknowledge emotions rather than kind of, you know, toughen up and, and move on and get on with it. I've got a sad face. I've got a sad face. I've got sad hands. I've got sad hands. 
is the fun aspect part of what you want to do for children or is it part of reacting to the seriousness of the other music you've been associated <laughs> with? How much of it is liberation for you and how much of it is, no, no, we need to... I mean, you need to keep things mm. fun for children, mm. but there's a different kind of fun in what you do, mm. I feel. Like particularly in listening to you sing just then, the harmonies, there's something, I don't know, it's all just very, it's all very tongue-in-cheek and a bit, mm-hmm. you know? Am I, am I right or am yeah. I just making stuff up? No, I wouldn't say that it's intentional, though. I just think that we do come alive when we sing together and when we perform, and it is an opportunity for all of us to play and I, I don't think that we have set ourselves an intentional mission in that. And it's not reactionary. I think it's just... Like, I remember the first time that we sang together with Cha Cha, we just had a had a play. And but that's what we're like when we're on stage. And that's what we see when we are performing with children in the audience. And we give the same energy that we receive. I honestly feel like a big kid once I'm on stage and it's fun just to be crazy whereas you know my office job it's it's very conservative <laughs> so it's nice it's to have that release that. and once I'm out there I can just well, the kids don't think you're crazy they think it's normal and mm-hmm. I'm like this is great <laughs> and it's so much fun just seeing their little faces and just playing around I, I love kids I've been told um for a long time I should actually be doing work with children and I was like oh no I don't know if I can do that but then the first time when they asked me to come and join them I was like oh my god this just feels like second mm. nature to me it was so much fun mm-hmm. I had it a really great time doing it and um yeah I, I come to li- like it brings me life doing this sort of stuff as well it's, mm. it's really really exciting I think we all think that play is really important for adults too and I would say that our music is definitely for parents like we're at an age where a lot of our friends are and family members are having children and we're trying to make music that we think that they'll enjoy as well Mm. Um, and hopefully in the EP that comes out you'll be able to see that in the jams that have been created through our beautiful friends that recorded for us on on the EP Um, yeah and I think the other thing is that there are messages in all of our songs but none of them are prescriptive. Like we're not trying to have a point to every song, but we hope that there's just um, a life story that's kind of presented that's representative and that is 2020. Mm. Um, And I think in order to have an idea about trying to represent diversity or female-powered music or... um, yeah, any political messages which some of our songs subtly have, you have to have fun with them. What is the songwriting process then for you? Is it is it is it does one of you just turn up with all the songs, or do you sit round and what, you're all nodding? Yes, <laughs> who's turning up with all the songs? Well, to be honest, like Joe is the driving force. Back to the um, to your comment before, Joe is. I would say the driving force of Avocado Smash. Mm. She's always been sort of the creative mind behind it. Um, and yeah, she's super creative, always on, always like, yeah, always making up songs, mm. super, super. I think it's in her nature to be 
extremely creative and so it just comes really easily and we're very lucky to be in the presence of that when it's happening. I do have co-writers though I have to shout out to like a group of brilliant three and four year olds who are my friends kids (laughs) who I workshop things with. Now do they co-write or do they just go (laughs) no not that one (laughs) yeah that one works. Absolutely (laughs) absolutely yeah I knew Chili on My Tongue was going to be a banger when they like didn't say no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah but definitely all of the songs are created in a very playful like space because I do have written a lot of them with kids yeah um but we also some of our songs are in language and some of our songs for that reason are covers so we sing a korean song Mm. and an indonesian song and i think this year we'd like to do more songs in language and we've sort of chosen ones that exist already but trying to give them kind of new life um so the tadpole song is one that susu brought to us yeah and we translated that as well into english Mm. so it's I do want to talk about the language stuff, though, because I think it's an enormously important aspect for children. Um, I think we often forget that, you know, children need to be represented on stage for them to be fully engaged in it. And, and, you know, that goes back to the lyrics and things like that, the sensibilities of being able to encourage a child to go, yes, I, I see myself in that. But but the language thing, I think, is often falls short because we have such an extraordinarily diverse culture in Australia or cultures, um, but so much stuff is in English. But then, I mean, it's got to be over 50% of the Australia's children go home and speak a different language. Mm-hmm. I mean, are you, are you... Is it just because you can do it or is it something that's quite important to you to, to bring that other language to your shows? Yeah, I definitely think from the very beginning we've been pretty passionate about trying to... Um, bring a bit more diversity to what we create and it's definitely important to all of us Um, I certainly didn't have any or very little representation um, either on tv or Mm. anywhere you know growing up so I mean yeah it's really nice to be able to be in a position where I can bring that to even one or two kids you know they can see that. Do you like to eat rice? Yes, I think it's quite nice. I like to eat rice with my hands. I like to eat rice with my hands. Come on, everyone, use your hands. Come on, everyone, use your hands. I don't think we recognise how important that stuff is that the kids mm. get to see them because they don't see themselves anywhere else. It's not on television. Mm. It's not on the radios. And I think I think we forget that that is actually really quite isolating if you're not if you're mm. not heard or if you're not represented in the things that you go and see that is there to represent you. Yes. You know, and to have yeah. that absence, I think, is really probably noticeable to to children. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. Uh, so you you had the plan, you worked it out, you sat down, you turned up with a bunch of songs, you went to a bunch of four-year-olds and said, what do you think? And they went, yeah, yeah, no, that one's good, I don't know about that one. And then you got it together, then you got matching colourful overalls and then you went on stage for the first time with this thing that you'd created. Mm. How nervous were you? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Very. Just have to say the overalls are probably the most important part. Um, yeah, I was extremely nervous from the very... I. This is nothing like what I do. I think we all went through different but the same sort of 
um, transition into performing um, in this capacity. Um, I'm always behind a piano. It's always a mask. Mm -hmm. Never sort of had a bit of a shock um, halfway through, just thinking, wow, like, this is so different. And they're brutal. I mean, kids are just like, mate, there's no mucking about. You know if that's a winner or not. And if it's not, don't do it again. It wasn't just because of the day. The kids are always on. And if that song didn't work, don't do it again. It's finished. Totally. The stakes are high. (laughs) (laughs) It was completely new to me because I'm actually... I've never sung before and I was terrified of, of singing. Well, hang on, what? You've never sung before? I, I don't really. Yeah. What do you mean? And you just did a three-part harmony. <laughs> She's incredible. Good teachers. Um, no, I've always secretly kind of sung in my bedroom. I've been really, really shy. You secretly sung three-part harmony in your bedroom? <laughs> yeah. She's that alone. Do you understand what you just... Oh, right. Yeah. Um, I've got great mentors here. These guys have helped me a lot. Um, but, yeah. I'm to perform I was so nervous and I I think I kept getting like a bit choked up and my throat felt like I was closed oh my god relax 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 was this part of the fringe or was this your first show I felt like it was an audition to be honest no it was a trial you were already so sorry was it was it the fringe show was that your first show no no Fatima's first show with us was at a cafe at Wentworth Point that we did and they brought in 30 kids from the childcare next door (laughs) yeah and it was like a much like bigger crowd and vibe than we'd realised it would be um, wow. And she was amazing. Mm. And then the next show we did was Sydney Fringe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, goodness, he did one show in a cafe and yeah. then did Sydney yeah. Fringe and won, I think we've had this conversation, won the best award for the best kids thing that's ever happened ever in Sydney oh. or something. What <laughs> was that award you won? <laughs> what? Um, we won a touring award to go to San Diego Fringe and we won a development award from the Inner West Council, a grant, and then we were nominated for best kids and a NIDA Emerging Artist Award. Yeah. We oh were goodness. completely shocked. Yeah, we didn't even We did not know what we got ourselves into. And had you, had you, is this something you go, oh my goodness, we won, but you filled it out yourself? Or no. did they just turn up and go, hey, we've heard this yeah, is yeah, great? Yeah. 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 We, we got a call and said, you've been nominated for this award oh. and the award ceremony is tomorrow. We didn't even know we'd been audited and then we realised that it must have been. Um, the director of Fringe had come to our show with their child and we thought maybe that's when we were... We didn't realise the process, that there's auditing, that there's an awards ceremony, that we could get to go overseas. By the way, I mean, I didn't... When when we heard about it, right, it was like 11pm that we had to go there and we're like, this has got to be someone having us on. Yeah! Yeah, we're gonna yeah, go to an empty room. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get. Wasn't that like right after our show? Yeah. The day of our show, yeah. And being a kid show, you had to do it at 7am. So yeah. that's, that's a long <laughs> yeah, exactly day, right. very long day for you. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. Like timing is seems to be a big thing. Um, with oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. You learn that pretty quick. You don't if you put a show on at midday. Yeah. It's just no one comes. Everyone's at home asleep. Real hard. Everyone's having sna- naps. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we had our second Sydney Fringe show. We had two in one day. The 10 a.m. show was fantastic. The 2 p.m. show involved um, a young person. Couple of participants. um, (laughs) Coming on stage every five minutes and hitting us with her Barbie doll. Yes. I mean, it was was quite 
challenging endearing yeah endearing, endearing. loved it yeah. slash challenging it was fun. Like wrote it into the script <laughs> I enjoyed was it a possible or, I mean is it, is it possible that that interaction was just like an adverse sort of commentary on Barbie dolls maybe like, so. rather than just yeah. Yeah. you know Someone what I mean sent her she's from like the these feminist performers they get me and I'm going to join gonna, their yeah. energy it was like a like a, a destroying of Barbie yeah, yeah. Um, I well funny said show I was on the way to the said show oh, no. with my said three-year-old uh and my plan was to be and i negotiated the nap i think i spoke to you and on the way he just oh he said where are we going and i said we're going to see another show and um he lost it for about three hours and i turned around and went home and missed it so yeah this you go, no, having a crying kid, having a crying kid is nothing compared to playing to one kid that's hitting you with a doll. Um, <laughs> but yes, it is hard to get the timings right. It is, a, it is a tricky thing. And he had just seen Andy's big adventure that morning, oh, so he oh, was, he was pretty done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I would have a turn. I ride my bike, bike, bike with my two feet. So you won the so you won the award, or you won? I don't even know what to. You, somebody saw you and said you're the best. Um, and so what happens with with that? What does it mean? Well, it so means you go to San Diego. Yeah, we have the. Do you? Oh. Or is this something you need to talk about amongst the three of you, Fatima? <laughs> yeah, we do have to have <laughs> right now. Offline, let's do it right here. Uh, we have the opportunity. Should we choose? That it all falls into place for all of us. Mm. Difficult to coordinate, surprisingly. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of... Yeah, three, yeah like, to be actually, fair, yeah. Plus, we've got our beautiful, beautiful friend, Kraz, who's our manager. Yes, and nice happy Kraz. birthday, Kraz. Happy Kraz. <laughs> and his wife and child, Plum, who's our... You know, biggest Number one fan, fan, mentor, yeah. writing partner, um, all of them to coordinate as well because we'll yeah. all go as a family. Mm. Um, so yes, but potentially. Yeah, that's that's quite big. That's, yeah. that's a lot yeah. all of a sudden. Plus, yes. my grandparents want to come. Yeah. And, no. Yeah. Not yeah. I was you, hoping. <laughs> I was going to send my kids if that's yeah. all right. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not coming, <laughs> but if you could take my kids, that'd be great. But um, um, yeah, on paper, because we have accepted the award and we really would love to go. Um, we get the opportunity to go to the San Diego Fringe, supported to play there and do a tour in Mexico as well. What? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is bonkers. I still don't believe it. And out of the out of the out of the potential sixty-eight languages you have, yes. Um, we need a Spanish uh, song. Yeah, I was going to say uh, none of them are really highly relevant in Mexico. Yeah. That's yeah, true. Only we should go. Quite incredible. Is that was it? Sort of. Are you still a little bit 
overwhelmed by that or have you been able to move into feeling a bit vindicated about what you do? Because hmm. that's, a, that's a pretty massive, like, <laughs> having been doing this for quite some time, um, <laughs> finding out that on your second show only to one you did in a cafe, you're <laughs> now being sent internationally to perform and tour does not create animosity at any, at any stage, but I can't help feel, you know, I'm as amazed as well. So, you know, how, how does it feel to, like, do well at something? I mean, it's rare. Yeah. <laughs> we're confused. We're like, did you mean avocado smish Mish. the other band? Yeah, yeah. Eggs on toast. Yeah, yeah. Is it, is that, we're not sure. I'm, I don't understand fully what it means. No. We had some really beautiful friends who like supported us through Fringe, our friend Cam, who directed yes. and wrote the show. And they have been in the Fringe world and they kind of right. walked us through what it meant and how special it was. And we, I think then we had a wave of gratitude because we were mm. like deer in headlights during Fringe. Mm. We didn't expect any outcome other than learning from it and sharing our music with other people. So the fact that those accolades came was an incredible surprise. And I, to be honest, I'm probably still processing it. Me too. You guys. <laughs> um, so hang on, you did you just did drop a small hint there though, the person that wrote and directed the show. Yes. So there is an external force coming in and helping create and designing that for you. Oh yeah. Yeah. So what what was the show? Because none of us have a theatre background. Mm. Like, Sue and I have classical music backgrounds. Fatima has incredible dance and chore backgrounds. And, and apparently extraordinary, music crazy <laughs> harmony skills. <Yeah. laughs> incredible. Um, so there's that. But I have never been in a theatre production. I don't know mm. about you guys. Probably Fats is the most close to it because yeah. you perform so much as a dancer. Mm. But in terms of writing a script and things, so basically I approached a good school friend of Sue and I and he put us on to his partner who's also a director and I sat down with Cam and we workshopped. I gave them a really, I gave them a really, really rough draft of a script and they transformed it. And yeah, the show was, how do you describe it? What's it about? Um... I mean, was it was it was there a through line? Was there a journey, or was it just the way you presented the songs you had? I think we threaded all the songs um, to embody like travel and food mm. and culture and the stuff that we love. You know, because a lot of our songs, yeah, yeah, make the whole show more like a storytelling mm. thing. Yeah, um, and the fun thing about it was even before they put the script together, we were asked, okay, what kind of character do you want to be yeah that was so lovely um i'm like well i want to be what i am i know like my inner child is like playful and crazy i said i'm i'm more like a big kid um can i can i be that (laughs) you know um and then um beautiful cam created this script and i just felt like wow i've always wanted to i don't know just yeah. Did you just roll with it, or did you? Yeah, or did you like, have she, input and go? Yeah, it was it. The script, the the character was like encaptured perfectly to mm. what I. I don't know how. Yeah. Um, they came up with it, but it was just exactly what I was thinking, and um. Yeah, like they just, they created Cha Cha. They wrote this character, but it was completely you. It's like you've been completely 
scene and they just drawn it out of you yeah it was amazing and it was fun and then i think yeah we all had to say what we wanted and sue and i both cried didn't have to tell everyone that <laughs> you cry i we, cry constantly we guys. had like we had a workshop with cam where so they didn't sound surprised you <laughs> what you cried and i'm sorry i'm all meant like today benny no i'm just saying what, what what circumstances did the tears come like during the performance or watching we workshop with Cam the characters that we would like to be and the stories that we'd like to come out. And I think that it was a process of making ourselves become vulnerable in order to create a performance character and a mask. And that was just, yeah, that was quite a powerful process. And now that I think about it, when we talk about what the show's about, like I definitely think it was about, in the like just without being in, like completely intentional about exploring like, who the three of us are and us at our most vulnerable like it there are elements of the show where for instance Jojo hides at the beginning because she's super nervous and everyone has to encourage her and um Cha-Cha falls asleep on stage Sue's quite anxious about um the show going well on stage like I think that there is actually a real exploration of all of the different components of our real personalities yeah. that are woven through and I think that really emulates some of the themes in like songs like the feeling song mm-hmm. um about just kind of wearing where you're at mm-hmm. and coming as you are and did you write the songs for the show no or were they we they were mm. pre-existing pre-existing yes I think we uh, did the last day deb- yeah we debuted the brekkie rap yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to say any more, obviously. Let's take a trip around the world. Zoom on an aeroplane. And in each new land, there'll be an animal friend there to say hello. What animals will we find? In the jungle? In the sea? A special friend for you and me. When you see the new animals, don't forget got a secret language but don't fret you know how to do a tiger sound and one of an elephant too and when you see the sleepy koala don't forget to give her a big old yawn and watch out for that big croc he's friendly but just has those sharp teeth give him a snap snap from me With the actual live performances, because since then you've gone on to do a handful of others, notably the Finders Keepers Market and things. Um, what do you What do you do? Are you taking playback on with you? Do you just stick with the piano? What do you What do you normally do, or what do you feel comfortable doing? I think through the process, we've realised that um, tracks are really a good way to proceed. Um, we still like to incorporate the instruments because we want to keep that sort of it's very flexible. Background. It's also very flexible to stop and start. Yeah, and that's exactly respond. right. But yeah. also to showcase live instruments. Yeah. Considering when Sue and I first came up with the concept, it was about music education mm. and familiarising children with music and mm. instruments. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there's also some choreography that we want to keep the kids involved. Mm, that's well. right. Some interaction. So. Yeah, it's good. Uh, some songs, uh, we, I guess we have the backing tracks. Um, I didn't get to make it to the Flinders markets, but 
it's quite tiring as well, um, dancing and I don't know how you guys dance and play instruments at the same time. Yeah, dancing. man, you're the dancer. But, um, we get so sweaty and you're like, I could go again. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's fun. It's really fun. Now, Padma, I've only just met you, um, yeah. but I reckon you should probably learn an instrument. I just want by to. Judging Ooh. by <laughs> the, your your natural your capacity to yeah. quickly learn, yeah. that's right. <laughs> Part harmony. I, I have bought myself a ukulele and um, a keyboard. So excellent. Going to go on YouTube and learn some chords and hopefully go from there. Get <laughs> sewer for a lesson, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Free tuition right over there. Yeah. Yeah. Mentoring continues. Repetiteur. I don't even know how to say it, but she could teach you how to say it. Yeah. Yeah. Thoroughly with love. So we actually had said, okay, we'll do five songs. We'll get it done in a week. We'll have it ready and printed. The CD's printed and digitally, you know, released for Fringe. And it can be a bit of a launch around that. Um, but then we just realized that creating a show for Fringe at the same time as releasing an EP. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff. So mm-hmm. we put it on hold. And so now where we're at is we have five incredible tracks which we're super proud of um, and had some beautiful friends who played on each track and they're in the mixing stage and we're just sort of trying to work out what to do with them next because we feel pretty excited about what we've got on our hands you should, you, you should probably just go to mexico and fold them around there yeah you'll get a cd you'll get a cd um so taking the music from the live scenario, when you're writing for live, obviously you're you're taking in a bunch of different type of aesthetics about how you're going to interact with children and things like that. Did you have to do any changing when you went to the recording process? Like, I mean, did you find that some songs on stage were great, but then once you recorded them, you're like, actually, you know what, they need some more body yeah. to be presented Yes, it was a, a big thing was because so much of our show is interaction, interaction with the audience and speaking, and I had to sort of negotiate what that would look like for each song and each story. One of my favourite parts of the album is that we added, the EP, is that we added a little soundscape that the band created a soundscape for our song Animal Friends, where we take a journey around the world to meet animal friends, and that's spoken word beforehand which created a really beautiful layer that we actually haven't done in a live show before. Um, but it add, just added a new imaginative mm. dimension. Yeah, that's cool. cool. Um, and so not sure when that's coming out. Yeah, I mean, offline, if you'd like to give us any advice on how to like release and share us yeah. an EP, that would be lovely because we are babes in the woods. Yes, all right, I'll give you ABC, some... ABC, if you're listening yeah, to this, I'll we give you are some available. phone numbers of other people you should talk to. <laughs> um, well, look, I think on behalf of everyone who's possibly listening, we're pretty excited about the... I'm pretty excited about the album. I, I quite like what you're doing and I think it's something... Personally, as an educator myself, I think is very important. And um, so thank you very much for doing it. And thanks for coming in and teasing us mercilessly about when this album's going to be released. <laughs> um, and when it is released, by all means, come back so I can listen to it intently and we can go through it again. Thank you very much for your time today. Thanks, thank you, Benny. Benny. If you would like to know more about Avocado Smash, then head along to their Facebook page, Avocado Smash Music. And of course, for more parent time goodness, go to www.bennytime.com. Thanks for listening to me, Benny, asking people questions. Wow.